Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's great music on the show today because David is in the Jordana queue and he's queuing up all the 80s rock. I, I like most of your tunes. Justin like Bieber, it. I can live without. All the but 80s this, rock, this is good music. That is, that is really good stuff. So uh, very excited about our next guest, as we always are. Stephen Belton, the president and CEO of the Urban League Twin Cities, is joining us. Stephen, so happy to have you back on the show. Thanks, Jordana. Good to be with you, as always. Appreciate it. Now, I know, well, I hope you have been watching, as as we have been watching, uh, the confirmation hearings of Katanji Brown-Jackson. Um, it's been a fascinating look, really, and I love hearing about her background and hearing about uh, the decisions that she's made in the past. Uh, what are some takeaways for you as you're watching this going on? What, there's a Supreme Court nomination going on? Nobody yeah. told me. I heard about that. I, I didn't get the memo. Get it. It's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, it's, it's huge. You know, this is almost one of those kind of family affairs. I've got uh, family members and relatives who are having watch parties for a Supreme Court nominees uh, confirmation hearings. That's unheard of. It's unheard of. Funny. Not just because it's, it's a watch party for you know, a, a C-SPAN kind of moment, but the fact that it's been 233 years in the making, that that's how long we've had a Supreme Court mm-hmm. and how long we've had an absence of an African-American woman uh, as a nominee. So this is just, I mean, it's a really positive, it's a uh, important time. People are excited in the, the communities and the families that I'm part of, but at the same time, a real sense of vigilance because we know how these uh, Senate uh, hearings have become theater, uh, not just for Judge uh, uh, Brown Jackson, uh, but even in the previous, you know, several nominees, they've become political theater where, you know, you have, you know, about two, 2% of substance and 98% of uh, political posturing. And people are very concerned and being vigilant about the ways that she's being portrayed uh, and questioned and even attacked. Yeah, it's political kabuki theater. You're you're right about that. Absolutely. Hey, shifting gears, talk a little bit about inflation, how it's impacting um, communities. We talk about the price of gas skyrocketing. It seems the price of everything is up. Inflation higher than it's been, correct me if I'm wrong, in 40 years. Uh, what are you hearing from your constituents, uh, the impact uh, for the communities that you serve, Stephen? Well, a couple of things. One, we're hearing about the rise in prices, but also the scarcity of products. I mean, people are 
you know, the inflation seems the target, or at least in most immediate ways, it's impacting community members are just sort of on basic livability things. We're not talking about luxury items, but things like gasoline, like food, um, like diapers, um, even the cost of medicine. But it's also forcing people to think about supply chains and all the ways that, uh, you know, the products that we use on a day-to-day basis are connected not only to gasoline in the sense that they're delivered by by trucks usually and by airplanes that use uh, fossil fuel, but also things like diapers, which uh, have a composition of, uh, of petroleum products as well and plastics. And so people are being hurt by the basic livability issues. Uh, it's making um, the dollar stretch even further. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, part of the experience of the black community in particular is that we know how to make a way out of no way. I was raised by a family that had economic challenges, and my mother could wring $2.50 out of a quarter every night. She managed <laughs> to do it. And so people are having that sense of resilience and having to get back in touch with that. And uh, But it's a challenge, Paul. It's a challenge for that. It's a challenge just to kind of make a, you know the everyday dollar stretch in order to meet basic needs. I'm also thinking about the small businesses that are trying to rebound from the pandemic. You know, and and how even if they have a space downtown, maybe they don't have a physical space. Maybe they're um, having supply chain issues. Are you working, or do you work with any small businesses or local businesses that are having particular challenges? No, we're hearing about it in the sense of uh, we get a number of people who come through both our workforce and our housing programs who are entrepreneurial in mind, and we're able to help them sometimes. Uh, by setting up an IDA, which is an individual individual development account, where we're, we're able to, we have a local partner bank, Bremer Bank, that matches uh, every dollar that they put into it, up to I think it's about fifteen hundred dollars uh, that they match going into uh, these programs, and they can set aside their money specifically for to start a small business or to go back to school uh, or for. Um, you know, sort of for a car that they need to be able to get to work. Uh, but a lot of people are coming to us who are entrepreneurs, uh, who have entrepreneurial interests, uh, who are discouraged now by, you know, by the price of things, the way the inflation is being able to uh, eat up their uh, capacity, eat up their savings and their investments right now. And it's a challenge. We also work with a terrific other nonprofits like NEON, the Northside Economic Opportunity Network, and MEDA, uh, which do uh, do a lot of direct work with uh, with business people with entrepreneurs. Hey, Stephen, I'm just curious, how are you handling COVID? It's it seemed like you know, blink of an eye. Now suddenly the pandemic is over, or we're not talking about it. It and certainly it has faded rapidly. Uh, the latest variant, Omicron. There's still concern what's happening in China and Europe and elsewhere. I think we're going to be living with this obviously for a long time to come, but. How are you handling it uh, in terms of masking? Are you eating indoors at restaurants? Has your behavior changed in the last few weeks? Just curious. Yeah, it's personally, it's been, you know, I'm a reluctant. Uh, so I'm an introvert to begin with. And so I'm perfectly fine in my bubble in my shell. Uh, but, you know, the, the world seems to be opening up. The Urban League is uh, planning to ret- open up our offices again uh, beginning on the 1st of May. 
Um, we've already begun slowly doing some events and activities there, but we'll be opened up more formally in the 1st of May. I personally have started taking lunch meetings and breakfast meetings and, you know, a few direct meetings. I'm still reluctant to do that. I'm still masking, but I'm going and walking into a lot of rooms with my mask on where I'm the only one who's wearing a mask. Uh-huh, and that's that, right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. But I, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I can live with that. And I mean, that that's a pun intended. I can live with mm-hmm. wearing a mask even if others are not doing it. Stephen, before we let you go, any thoughts on the ongoing teacher strike? You know, the Minneapolis Public Schools said yeah. this is our last best offer. The union's like, um, no thanks. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? And how are you seeing um, people in the community react to this ongoing And dealing strike? with this. Yeah. Yeah, feeling like we're between a rock and a hard place. Uh, on the one hand, this is terrible optics for the uh, teachers to be striking now. One, when we're coming off of two years of pandemic, where you've got the worst educational disparities, worst graduation rates between blacks and whites in the country. And here they are striking, which feels like you're adding insult to injury in the midst of that. At the same time, Part of the one of the issues that they're fighting for is for these uh, sort of classroom assistants, these educational assistants, a number of whom are people of color. And uh, we certainly support that. The African-American community in general tends to be pro-labor. And so we certainly support fair, livable wages. But the timing of this thing could not be worse. And we're just feeling kind of two through. We want the adults uh, to figure it out, to go into a room, shut the door and don't come out until... Uh, they've got a deal worked out because it is hurting our kids, and our kids should not be anybody's bargaining chip. That's right. Well said. That's right. You uh, you nailed that, as you usually nail just about everything you talk about. Stephen Belton, Urban League, Twin Cities, uh, thank you for your perspective. Uh, be safe out there, and we'll try it again next week. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks so much. Be well. Thank you. It's true. We don't want the kids to be a bargaining chip, but they are. And... He's right. But, that, but the teachers need to get what they need. I, I, this is I the time that. that they have leverage. And this is they we don't want the kids to get hurt, but maybe just a short term pain can have long term positive effects if they get the mental help that they need in schools, if they get smaller class sizes. We we have to put the children at the top of the list and then negotiate from there. And Hey, I'm pro teacher. They need to make more money. I know. And so do the assistants. But the optics, the timing, I mean, Stephen was right. I know. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.